bunny face. Welcome to the Holy Healthy Mama podcast. I'm Kristen Noriega, your host, a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and fellow Christian mom. I provide moms with practical, uncomplicated solutions so you can feed yourself and your family with confidence and lean into an active lifestyle. I'm on a mission to make health the standard, and I believe it starts in the family with mom at the core. So whether you're filled with holy guacamole, the Holy Spirit, or have no idea what either of those are, I've got you covered, friend. Thanks for listening. Today, we are talking about weight loss. So the question is, which side do you stand on? Which side do I stand on? Is weight loss good? Or is it something that leads us down a rabbit hole? So there's this approach called HAZE, which is healthy at every size. It's this new concept, this new belief that women can, women, people can be healthy at every size. And then there's the other side of things, which is you should lose weight so you can be healthier. So where do we stand? What's the deal? How can professionals be telling us both things? So let me just give you a little moment of encouragement here. So watch your habits, not your weight. <laughs> so it's a little quote, just a little tiny thing. Just hold on to that as you go through this. Watch your habits, not your weight. Hmm, interesting. Okay, now I want you to think about this. If weight loss was easy and any amount of money could buy whatever weight you wanted. If any amount of money could make you skinny, then why is Oprah still a larger woman? That woman, Oprah, has every single resource available to her. Money, chefs, food services, the highest quality ingredients, the best coaches, the best therapists. She could hire the best plastic surgeons. She could put locks on the fridge. She can have a person, you know, all of these things handed to her. She could have her own Weight Watchers program and still be a bigger woman. And nobody has more publicly gone through the cycles of weight loss than Oprah. Think back over the last, I don't know, 20 years, however many years she's been a public figure. I don't know. She's been bigger. She's been skinny. And then she's been big again and then skinny. You can Google pictures and chronologically track her weight loss journey. How hard would it be to be in that position to have so many people judging you, not only for your, your show, your things that you're putting out into the world, but specifically for your weight loss journey? That would be hard. I would never want that. that I can't imagine how difficult that would be for her. So, you know, she has every single resource available to her. So why is she not skinny? This just brings to light the fact that we are all different. We're built differently. So that haze approach, healthy at every size, just emphasizes weight, um, Oprah's journey here. So she's a bigger woman and she will always be bigger. Can she still feel good? Can she still 
you know, is there, what am I saying here? Why, why would she want to lose weight? Why does she need to lose weight? That would be between her and God, whatever her reasons are. So I just want you to really look at why would you want to lose weight? Why would you want to lose weight? So there's a whole bunch of reasons. Let's see. I'm going to back it up, though. Before we get to the reasons for why you might want to lose weight, I want to have a discussion about weight. Weight is measured by number. Your bones can be denser than somebody else's. You could be retaining water. You could have a whole bunch of muscle. You could be broad-shouldered, narrow-shouldered. You could have lots of curves in your hips, or you could have none. And all of those things factor into your weight. So weight is just a number. It doesn't measure how happy you are. It doesn't measure how healthy you are overall. It's just a dang number. So when you have an unhealthy weight, you're going to find that most of your bulk, let's just say bulk, is in your belly. Right around here. Right around here. The common way you think of this, or the shape you could think of, is like an apple. When your body starts to round out in the middle like an apple, that's probably some unhealthy weight, some unhealthy extra baggage. So the, the thing I really want to emphasize here right now while we're talking about weight is that eating better corresponds to a 5 to 10% weight loss if you have the weight to lose. So if you are already a stick or you are already at your body's like minimum feasible weight, then you probably don't have 5 to 10% to lose. But if you do, eating better can set you on that path. But why would you want to do it? Some of the benefits include better sleep. You have more energy, improved mobility, less bulk means you can move easier. You can improve your gut health. You can have less GI distress. You can decrease your risk of chronic disease, including heart disease. You can decrease your risk of diabetes, cancer. Your improve your blood glucose. You can improve improve your cholesterol, and quite frankly, there's just a whole lot of reasons to maybe reduce your weight if you have some to lose. But let's continue thinking about this. Why would you want to lose weight? One of the worst reasons would be to hit a set number or to look like someone else on social media or because your spouse or your family member wants you to look a specific way or because of some other emotional and mental things you have going on that are telling you that you aren't worthy. Those are not good reasons to lose weight. They're the first ones that come to mind, though. For many people, for many women, I want to look good in my bathing suit. I want to look, I want to look good. But if you could flip it and talk about it in the terms of, I want to 
feel good, I want to be healthier, then weight loss is probably justifiable for you if you have the weight to lose. And if your goal is not a specific number, if your goal is to feel better. All right, I'm going to jump in right here, put some brakes on this, halt this for a second. I just want to encourage you that if you have not grabbed your Eat With Intention starter kit, it's available for you. Not to mention the Easier Weeknight Meals coaching series that I was talking all summer about. Those recordings are available for you too. You can find both of these things on my website at kristennorieganutrition.com resources. And you don't want to miss these. If you haven't grabbed these two things yet, get in on those. The Eat With Intention starter kit and the Easier Weeknight Meals coaching series. So those are two free things that you can grab right now to start your journey towards eating with intention and feeling better in your body. (laughs) All right, just a little plug in here and enjoy the rest of this episode. So again, your weight loss is the byproduct of eating better. Eating with intention. You learn to eat better and you adopt a pattern of eating better foods. You learn to prefer more nutritious foods. It's this whole beautiful aspect of eating when you can appreciate healthier foods, more nutritious foods, and then in turn, feel great and maybe lose that five to 10% because you want to be healthier and feel better and have all of those good byproducts of eating better and losing that weight. So this is just kind of something to think about. Like I said in the beginning, there's kind of the good side and kind of the, there's no like clear cut answer. There's no professional, I mean, all professionals out there kind of waver their real, well, all health professionals seem to have a solid opinion and it seems to be really polarized. Either you're healthy at every size or you are more like geared towards you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight. I sit somewhere in the middle. I don't have a whole bunch of black and white principles that I live by or that I teach clients to follow. So if you want to lose weight, that's cool. Do it for the right reasons and try to main, try to reach a goal that feels good, that is not a number goal. And so I want you to, here's your action steps. The first thing I want you to do is get the dang scale out of your house or at least stop weighing yourself obsessively. Keep it to a maximum of once per week. If not once per month, if never. And that is fine because if you have no idea what you weigh day to day to day, then that mental burden is off of you. It's gone. If you can measure your success, your journey, by maybe how your clothes are fitting, maybe how it feels to walk around the block, how it feels to play tag with your kids, those are much better indicators of your overall health. And if you want to lose weight, 
This is your second action step. Identify your reason. What's your motivating factor? Okay, so make it a good one. Put some thought into it. If you want to lose weight, why? Not for the number. Not to hit that certain number on the dang scale. Not for looking good in a bikini. Not for some superficial reason. Dig down deep and figure out why. Do you want to feel good? Do you want, you know, all of those things we've just talked about? What's your reason? And then finally, do the math. If you're feeling like you do have a little bit of room to lose some weight, do the math. If you would lose 5 to 10% of your body weight, what would that look like? So you multiply your current weight by 0.95 or by 0.9. And then you could see just by eating better, what can you lose? That 0.95 to 0.9, those two numbers are going to be your range of 5 to 10% weight loss. So do the math. If you eat more intentionally and you have a little bit of weight to lose, you can lose 5 to 10% of your body weight. To take your, maybe take your body shape from that apple and reduce it just a little bit so that you have all the positive side effects of weight loss. And again, if you are a larger woman, if you are a smaller woman, wherever you fall on that spectrum, you are worthy, you are beautiful, you are fantastic, and the dang number on the scale doesn't matter. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it just stimulated some thoughts in your mind about weight loss and why. And is it necessary? Do you want it? How do you feel about it? If you want to share with me what you think, go find me on Instagram at healthy.mama.nutritionist. Let me know. I'd love to see you over there. I'd love to hear from you. And make sure you grab your Eat With Intentions starter kit. Have a good one. All right. Thanks for listening to Holy Healthy Mama. If you loved the show, please leave me a five-star review. It will help with the show's visibility, initial and long-term success, and it will make my heart happy. All right, friends. Love your babies, say your prayers, and eat your greens.